Hi, Kath. Hey, Don. Hi, Sophie. Hello. <laughs> so we were a little delayed because uh, the baby has a new trick. He's faking sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> and all we do is say, bless, bless you. you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. And he just, he's, he's talented. He's talented. So talented. This podcast would have been up an hour earlier. It would have been up this morning. Because <laughs> <have> <laughs> he's so entertaining and adorable. Mm. We're so grateful. Mm. So grateful. How you doing, Don? I'm good. I'm tired. I had a uh, fantastic company over the weekend. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was good. good um, opted not. We were, Chris and I were thinking about having a huge party and we opted not to. We went for just an intimate gathering with a couple of close friends. Well, that's nice. And that, that lasted that was, three days. That lasted days like and days. It was like, I know. Woodstock, Woodstock <laughs> 19. People just kept showing up. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not like Woodstock 19. No, but it was fun. Yes. It was fun. And uh, yeah, it was good. So I'm a little tired, a little crispy, but that's okay. Yeah. It's all for good reasons. That's and I feel I'm like tired. we've kicked off the summer. Why are you tired? While you were throwing a party, I was binge watching Naked and Afraid. Okay. And I was like, why are we talking about this? Well, you know how like I love the TV. And it's my way. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to get this out because you know how I get. And once it's out of my system, I'm going to be fine talking about it. So you know how like I was binge watching. Um, what's that show? The English show. And I was talking English. Uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Scottish. And the other one with the house. Downton Abbey. Down <laughs> See how we're good at Pictionary? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know that, that thing? Oh, the pizza? The thing and the other thing. The thing and the other thing. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, I've never seen it. What is this show about? And can I tell you that I watched one episode and completely mesmerized how ridiculous people are wanting to be naked out in the... Or well, do they just want to be on television? I look... Don't, don't judge me. Which... It's stupid because you aren't going to judge me. I looked up how much they would make on an episode. I'm like, because I'm really curious about how much would it take to be naked and afraid. Listen, I'll put you in my bathtub, you know, naked with some spiders or something. And that's as far as I'm going to go. But I... You're not making sense. Okay. <laughs> but that's... All right. How like, far? All right. How so far, how, how much do they make? $5,000 an episode. They're assholes. And... But then they said, oh, all contestants get like a coach flight to their destination <laughs> of like swamp land. Yeah. It's like, ooh, in two days in a hotel. Yeah, you right. Know? We were just talking about Alligator Alley. Like, please yeah. give me coach accommodations to, to go, yeah, eat, you know, to Muggy beach. Swamp World, Florida. I and, I and the whole time my face was like, you know, my eyebrows were down and my face hurt because I was stuck in like a perplexed thing. Like, why? Like, I felt like I had to help them. I felt like <laughs> I want, you know, how like I watch documentaries to pray for the people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God, why am I watching this? Why are yeah. they doing this? Yeah. They're, they're torturing themselves in the frigid cold or in the heat with the bugs and the nets. And like, and they're naked. Yeah. I All I know is um, we were just talking about this, that. Uh, we're going to have uh, our friend Aaron on, who's a gardenarian, and they're very um, they're very structured in their witchcraft, and they oh, right. practice skyclad, which means naked, right. which I had to do when I was being initiated naked in my coven. I wasn't I wasn't naked and afraid as much as I was naked and skeeved out <laughs> because I had to sit on the grass. <laughs> I didn't want my hooch on the grass. No, things can crawl up. It's gross. It's gross. Don't I like don't, it. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. Yeah. Think it's so a good I, idea. at that moment, I was like, I'm not going to be this kind of witch. But thanks, though. Well, but I know that they don't sit in the ground. I mean, people go in buildings and they're just like, but yeah, they're. I don't know. I, I get it. 
I don't get it. But I, I don't get naked and afraid for five thousand dollars. Like apparently, you have to you go on these like you sign up to do these challenges and you earn points so that at the end of a season, then you might have an opportunity like Survivor for a million. dollars. Isn't it just easier to learn how to count cards in blackjack? Isn't it easy easier to learn how to be an entrepreneur? Like I just think that there's other like, ways to make just, money. Yeah, like get a hot dog cart, dude. Five thousand oh. dollars. And like, then people were getting hypothermia and then yeah. people, and like cold and the amp. I was like, oh, it was just trauma. I really thought you were going to say $20,000. I really did or something. But $5,000. $5,000. Plus it's taxed. And so, <laughs> so it's really like $3,000. <laughs> it's like $3,000. <laughs> you have to... And and another thing is that like and when I binge things, you know how I accommodate like I kind of like mold into the characters of what's I was like, I am not going into Hannah for naked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I said, you draw the I draw, line. I said, nope. Not going to Hannah for I'm, naked. I said, don't do that with a bag, with a tote bag, because all I have is a bag. <laughs> the tote, a tote bag. bag and a machete. <laughs> and for the salami and an English accent. Not doing that. And I thought about that. I was like, what are things that I wouldn't do? I thought there's nothing that I wouldn't do. I don't think that I thought and I, that's why I, I was oh my thinking, God, my list is so long of things I, won't I don't do. know what I wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. Like I would do bungee jumping. I yeah, totally. Do, mm -hmm. I would do daredevil. Think, yeah, things. things that are adrenaline rushes. I, I would think do I would that. do. Yeah. But then I'm thinking, what wouldn't I do? Really? Survival? I don't I don't want to camp like when people I are like, that. let's go camping. I'm I would like, I like my house a lot. I also am on the I'm on the side of evolution. I feel like humans have been trying to get out of the goddamn woods right, for hundreds of years, thousands of years. With naked and afraid, we've made it out of the woods. So I'm I'm on we the side food, of evolution. Food, shelter, and clothing. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Like Why would we've you made want to it. do that for five thousand? We've made it. Yeah. I would do a GoFundMe. For you know people. why don't they? You know why don't they just let people like rot their teeth out? Because <laughs> 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 that's like back. Before science, <laughs> before in just, the industrial just revolution, eat all the sugar. Just, and just watch don't people. Brush your, just <laughs> yeah, just rot your teeth out. That'll make you feel back to the basics. <laughs> well, yeah, of human. I don't, think, I don't think it's a good idea. So anybody thinking about doing naked in print, I'm gonna. Say we don't, don't recommend it. Here's our free advice for a dollar <laughs> segment. Don't do it. Don't do. <laughs> do naked and afraid. <laughs> So if we go to the Rosendale Street <laughs> Festival, you know how when we're on, at the street <laughs> festival and people just randomly come okay, up to like, us and they're like, give us, just give me some advice. That's our standard. We have we're a few be, standards. We're going to say, don't apply to be on Naked and Afraid. Don't do Naked and Afraid. There's our standard I think uh, we answer got for That's the summer. We talked we're about done. It. We can shut down the podcast. We're done for the year. We're done. We figured it out. So <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I like my favorite is when uh, some guy came over and was like, give me, go ahead, give me some advice. Just give me advice. You give an advice. I was like, don't annoy people. <laughs> but bye. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, ooh. then another guy, I was like, those are bad shoes. <laughs> those like, shoes are ugly. They don't, don't go well. Don't, don't wear white socks with those sandals. What There's the your you advice. Thinking? Bye bye. I like it when you say, what the hell are you thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> I was just talking about that, about we, I, I don't know who you I was talking about that with, about like when we were younger <laughs> and how our parents, you know, how parent, our parents are so different than like Sophie and Sophie's right. generation, et cetera. And how and we're all different than their generation. Like I we, just want to put that. We weren't, there. we weren't necessarily hip, but we got a lot of like, what are you thinking? Why are you being stupid? What the hell's wrong with what you? What the hell is wrong now with you? Now you can't say that's abusive. That's a good. I know you can't say what's wrong with you. No, uh, no. What the hell is wrong? What the with hell you? is what wrong? What the hell's with you? going on? What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, which we got a lot. We <laughs> got it. <laughs> still, still, I can still. I can still. There's still like, get it. yeah, get yeah, we, guys. yeah, we yeah. do do that to you. So what the hell's the matter with you? I'm kind of sorry, not sorry. No. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just distracted now of things I won't do. There's so much I won't do. What won't you do? Oh, there's a lot I won't do. Just randomly ask me. I don't know. I'm like, no. No. I don't know. I'm going to think about it during the podcast and then randomly ask you, would you do this? Yeah. See, you would try. I believe, like, even though you're older now, would you backpack in Europe? Like, would you do backpacking no. in Europe? No. Too old to backpack? Well, yes. Well, sometimes I want to know where I'm sleeping. Although... Chris and I, Chris, Chris Orlando's in the house. Actually, he's listening to the podcast. This is probably the first podcast he's listened to. He's going to listen to in its entirety because he happens to be here during its recording. Or did he go outside? No, he's there. Oh, okay. He's, but he's uh, so occasionally, Chris and I will go to some place in the United States, like Cleveland, and not right. have a place to stay. 
that's as far as I'd like to go. Right. Otherwise, I pretty much need to have an idea. Oops. Of what you want to do. Yeah, kind of. Like, uh, you know, backpacking is like, no. I don't think I want to. I don't know. No. I think if my hips were better. I don't think it's a good idea now mm. that I had hip surgery. But I would have done that. Mm. I would have done that. I don't think I want to do that now, but I would have done that. Well, I mean, there's, I don't know, just like being dropped in a place and not having plans. No, that's no. what I mean. Nightmare. Like, I don't Nightmare. need, I don't need that. Nightmare. Although I do love the woods, but no, I don't need to do it. Yeah. I don't think I need to do it. Yeah. When, um, when I took that workshop with beautiful painted arrow and rose and everybody was talking about how they couldn't wait to do their vision quest. And once they, once I found out what their vision quest was, which is basically in the woods for 24 hours and yeah, you earn and your get, Indian name or yeah. whatever, your native American I'll name. I'll give you an Indian name. Yeah. I like, I was like, yeah, I don't think ah, I'm not on the path of shamanism either. I'm good. Right. You have to do four days and you have to sit it's, in a circle and, and then you bless get those ticks. who do, man. I they don't, do I, I totally have a lot of respect, but I was I like, not drawn. You get ticks. Yeah, I wasn't you get drawn ticks. to that. You but can't leave the circle. But you I get it. And be in the path for four days. Yeah. And you have to sit in that circle and you can't yeah. with a shawl on. It's not, it's yeah. not, you know, it's not for know. me. It's not free. It's not for me either. I also did the, um, Zen Buddhist monastery where they hit your feet with sticks when you um you have to sit on your knees. You. Yeah, thanks I'll do that for you. You sit on your knees <laughs> to sit correctly, the correct posture yeah. for a certain meditation. Yeah. And if you just like kind of you're into it, your eyes are closed, you're going someplace, Don't and you kind of and you kind of like drift, and your body yeah. just shifts to the side. It's you like thwack. Nope. Back up. Okay. All right. Not for so me. You did that. Did, did that. that. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. I'm okay with also figuring out what i don't like and what i don't want to do i don't do anything i don't want to do anymore because i'm older now that's really a fun conversation to have it's you know i feel like as we age yeah and things come up and it seems like well doesn't really sound like the best i kind of have no problem saying i don't think so yeah, I don't, I, cause I don't, I don't know what happens. I don't know if it's a chemical thing or a maturity thing where I, I've come to the conclusion that I just, there's nobody to tell me what to do. Like there's nobody, excuse me. I, every time I say that, you always, <laughs> but nobody's, there's really, only one person who could tell you what to do <laughs> that, that there's like this freedom of not feeling obligated to do things. Yes. And if I really don't want to yes. do it right now, I'm, I'm really good at saying, you know, I really love what's happening, but I just, it's not for me right now, Yeah. but it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. But now yeah. I'm, I'm very good at saying I, I energetically, I can't do that. Yeah. I don't do that right now. And it feels really good. It feels yeah. really free to be able to be in control of what you want to do. We've talked about obligation. Yeah. This, so many times. Has like so many times. And also conversely, I don't chase people if they say they don't want to do something like we you, did this right. thing. We did this thing last year with a friend who was ill and there was a sound bath and there was a bunch of us going and there was one person who might have been interested and she saw me at a party and she was like so what is that thing like what is that sound bath and I described what it was and she was like oh yeah I don't think that's for me and I was like okay yeah and then she continued to say like I don't know if I'd be comfortable and I was oh, like yeah. okay and she just kept going on and I was like in my head I'm like is she trying to make me convince her to go because I don't want you to go if you don't want to go. Right. You might be like, it doesn't really sound like my thing, but I'll go to support my friends. Right. That's cool. But she kept saying like, yeah, I don't, I think I'll be uncomfortable. She said it like five times. And each time I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I, all right. Maybe she was trying to convince herself, you know, I really I feel like guilty. About I feel like there was a little manipulation there for me to get more involved in what don't her feelings were don't we just love that and by we love that we absolutely don't, don't love that and we talk about you <laughs> and don't i know that them. oftentimes uh, <laughs> one of our subjects is it's not always about you yes but sometimes sometimes it is about you it is about you and we're talking about you and so when your ears are ringing we might be talking about you but i but then we talk about it to them I, I, yeah. So then yes. you are, you are very Jaguar like these days. I am Jaguar. I will tell somebody, listen, 
this is just so you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah. just so you know, your ears are going to be ringing, you know? I've been very jaguar Yes. Ever since our last workshop, I've been, because we did that, it was communication. It was, yeah, it was you the, know, I learned the heart from throat teaching chakra. as well. Like yeah. when we were teaching, I, lear- I still learn mm-hmm. things that reminds me. Mm-hmm. And I realized what a freaking bunny I am and I need to knock that off. I need yeah. to stop it. And I know that you really helped me with that. That's the great balance about us. But then I really, when I'm talking to other people and saying, what are you really afraid of? Right. What's the worst case scenario? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I should start listening. Like, I'm like, what's the worst case scenario? So somebody's mad at me. Does it really matter? Yes. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The worst, uh, you know, Chris and I have this conversation all the time. Like, you know, going back to two years ago when I was shifting friend energy and there were people that we were spending time with that were just like not advancing our quality of life at all. And there were times when we're like, why are we with these people? Why are we not spending time with like Johnny? Remember Johnny who came and talked about our Ireland trip? And I see him only a couple times a year. In the meantime, I'm hanging out with these numbskulls and Chris and I are like, ugh. And then so when people are then you kind of have a falling out with people right and they're not in your life and you feel like oh i'm slighted because i don't see other friends etc but chris and i often like give ourselves solace that like well the the alternative is that we have to hang out with them right so the worst case scenario you know the reality is not everybody's gonna like me and not everybody's gonna be cool and that's okay because you move on to what is you just concentrate it's funny how your life just naturally veers towards um things that improve the quality of your life when you make that your priority it's just like today and like you say like i don't really feel compelled to do something that's not really like you know maybe you're invited to a birthday party of somebody who drinks way too much and their friends get drunk way too much and you don't want to be in that space right yes i don't it's okay for you to say can we go out to lunch on our own yeah. instead? I can't make yeah. it, et cetera, and not right. put yourself in that situation. And if you just keep making choices that improve the quality of your life, right. you'll be surprised how easily things fall into place that puts your life on a better path. Well, that was the card of the day today on Patreon was the koala. Yes. Didn't the- we talk about koala and their STDs? Why do you keep bringing that up? Because it's hilarious. It's not hilarious. They all have like chlamydia or why herpes. Why, I don't know why that happens. Because they only eat one thing. Like <laughs> I don't know what that. They only they only eat from the same plant. Like I don't know what that's about. Anyway, koala. Yes. In in the spiritual messaging is about trusting your spirit's path. So like letting go. And letting the spirit just guide you. And it's really difficult to do that. It's really challenging to do that. But when you do that, like you're saying, everything just falls so well where it needs to go. When you force things to happen because you think it's the right thing, you notice that you get these blocks. And resistance. And resistance. And if you have to, if you, I always say this, that if it's, if you're really butting head, not butting heads, if you're hitting a head, what's the wall? Would yeah. you hit the something on the wall? When you hit your head, <laughs> I don't know. When really you hit cute. your head in the butt, when you hit your head against the wall so many times, mm-hmm. maybe that is a sign that this is not the path for you. Is Nico? You want me? Uh, we're gonna take a break. break. We'll come. Uh, we'll come back. Okay, we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey, Nico's feeding himself. <laughs> He's driving. He's independent. <laughs> this is giving us a heart attack. I swear, Sophie is more and more like bad. I know. Before we took a break, we were talking about things uh, like think take the easy path, like things that seem easy. Right. And it just so happens that Chris Orlando's here. He's here. And I will say that when we've been together eleven years, mm-hmm. and at the time I met him, I mean, we talked about it with Josh, right? That, um, I wasn't looking for a boyfriend necessarily. And when I met Chris, we went out once, we went out twice. The next thing you know, we're like together. It was right. so easy. Yeah. And so when people, 
And before that, I remember I was flirting with different guys and you kept saying, they don't like you, Don. Like, stop <laughs> trying to make it. And I was like, I was I am a good sister. You, I am you a were good, good with sister. like, that's a waste of time. Yeah, stop that. Stop it's it. a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And, you know, I think that people, especially people who are single and they're looking for someone and they try to, you know, fit the round peg in the square yes. hole. And, um, they lower their expectations, change their expectations, lie to themselves and things might be difficult. And then they make excuses of why they're difficult. And I'm here to tell you that when it's the right person, so easy, it's so easy, so easy. The next thing you know, you're like, why are you living with me? Where did you come from? What's it's, it's very easy. And it's like that with other things too. With, with jazz, we talk about the, the progress of, you know, me doing what I'm doing and right. you doing what you're doing. You've been at the, you know, where you're yeah. gone for a long time. It just, you fall into it. Yeah. It's just, it's not something you plan. Yeah. It's just, it's I always just joke that I feel like I lost a bet. That's my joke, <laughs> but it's so because you just, you're there and it's, it, it is it's every easy. time I try to change my path. Yeah. I had a hard time. That's right. I became so emotionally imbalanced. Uh, things weren't working out. I was forcing things to happen because this is not what I wanted to do. Right. And you think you know what you want, but that's not chances what are, wants. yeah, chances are what your head your wants, what your heart wants. Your brain is a very manipulating tool. Yeah. It's not part of your spirit. Your brain is not part of your spirit. Mm. Yeah, I like what you have written down. Oh, what do I have written down? I have a lot of things. By the door. Oh, okay. What does that say? It says, um, God lives in your heart, not your head. Right. I I had to keep saying that to myself. That's really good because Mm. we we tend to focus so much on forcing us to like, you know, we're talking about meditation Mm -hmm. and you, people are like, you know, I can't, I'm not, you know, I just think too much or I I can't concentrate. Well, meditation, meditation should have nothing to do with what's in your head. It's feeling it. You have to feel it, you know? So of course, when, when I use the term God, it's love and light, you know, not the man with the beard, but the light force will happen when you don't think about it. Correct. When you stop thinking about what your life is supposed to look like, it happens beautifully. Right. You have to trust that. Right. So how, the question is, how do you go about doing that? Right. Oh, I have an answer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, um, oh, Sophie's me, got her phone on. Yeah. Okay. Me and my best friend Anastasia were like life coaches to each other. And so a new mantra that we get, that she gave me today that she wants that we're applying to our life is um, when it comes to manifestation and when it comes to visualizing your future and all that, what we're doing is we're not even picturing it. We're not even manifesting it. We're just saying that in every situation, we want the outcome to be b- blissful. Oh, well, you know, I was just talking about that with Chris on the way yeah, here that's awesome. is that and other people it's interesting. It comes up. It's not necessarily, it just comes up a lot. And here's why it comes up a lot with us is that we started this almost two years ago. Um, with the idea that we were going to make each other laugh. And if somebody wanted to listen in, that's great. Mm -hmm. It was a platform for something else and it turned into something else. Right. And our expectations were not grandiose. Our expectations are still not grandiose. Right. Our expectations yeah. are well, Sophie. Well, that's well, Sophie. That's your job yeah, because that's, that's your, your job. producer. <laughs> but yeah. as far yeah. as we're concerned, we talked about this last week about the person who said, "Well, you know, you should try Omega." Or like, we just need to do what we're doing right now really well. Yes. We're grateful for the people who have who've, bi- been who've included us in their lives. Yeah. Um, every DM we take seriously yeah. on Instagram, every message we take seriously, whether you're in our Patreon circle or not. Right. We've gotten great compliments from other podcasts right. um, who get in touch with me via Instagram right. saying you're killing it. And That's I awesome. look at, I look at their podcasts and they have, they have good numbers and they're, and I'm not saying it, it's, it doesn't matter to me who says you're killing it. Right. It's like, I'll take that compliment right now in this moment. And I don't ever think like you just wait because right, right, right. we're here right now. now. Yeah. And so, um, somebody made a joke, uh, with us about, you know, when you're really famous and 
I'm we were like famous. I'm famous <laughs> with my friends. And we're I'm like, famous. we're like, we don't necessarily even think in those terms of be of being recognized, even though it's really nice when it has happened. Right. The few times in the past, it's it's interesting. It's fun. It's kooky. We it's, talk about it like yeah. it's not something you take for granted. We just kind of <coughs> no. go, did that really happen? Yeah. We talk about we want to be cult famous. Oh yeah. And I have a great story about being cult famous. Let's hear it. And it stars Chris Orlando. Oh, he's listening. Go ahead. Is he listening? Is he going to come in? Yes, probably. Okay. He's pretending he can't hear <laughs> us. He's like Barry. He's when Barry doesn't want to come to the like, table. Yeah. Do I just He's look like, at you? I don't want to go outside in the rain. <laughs> I don't have to. Is, what? Who's calling me? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell okay. Start, start. So, Chris. If you're new to the podcast, Barry is Kathy's dog. Oh, thank you. And Chris is my boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Chris and I had been dating just a short while. We started in uh, like the end of January to February. I think we talked about this before about it was in between baseball season. So he didn't know about my baseball self. And then um, come March or April, I think it was April. He says to me, um, I'm going to be at the Pez convention in Connecticut. I have a hotel room. Would you like to meet me there? And I thought, that's awesome. Let's have hotel sex. That's the only thing I thought about. You're such a, that's all you go to. That's all you go. That's your go to. It was great. Getting some, getting some. Because it was early on, man. <laughs> if it's not happening then, forget <laughs> it. So um, I remember Yankees Boston were playing their first series of the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh-oh, Nico. Okay. Okay. And they were playing the first series of the year. And the uh, convention happened to be in Connecticut. So he's there. And I get there, and if uh, you know or don't know, Chris's background was is toy sculpting. Right, like right. he's done a lot of Burger King toys mm-hmm. and things in the past. Well, during the days before, before like the interwebs really took off or whatever, Damn. Chris used to make yeah. fantasy Pez, meaning that he would make Pez that he wished that Pez made. Okay. So. For the longest time, Pez didn't have an Elvis Pez. Right. Chris made an Elvis and Pez. They're amazing. They are amazing. And sold them. Yeah. He made the Beatles. Mm-hmm. He made all the superheroes that he wanted. He made um, uh, Bruce Campbell and and Dr. Seuss or the Cat in the Hat and things like that. And they're kind of cool. And he sold them. I don't even know exactly how he sold them, but he did. And so I didn't know about these weird conventions where there's a convention for everything that you're right. interested in. And, um, so I drive to, I drive to Connecticut. I text him. I'm at the bar and I was like, Oh, the Yankee game's on. So I'm going to sit here and have a drink. And, and he told me the schedule of the convention and that it was the following day. He was actually selling in the ballroom of the convention. So I thought he was completely free the evening before. Right. So I'm sitting at the bar and Chris is getting a little antsy in the pantsy and I'm like, what's happening? And he's like, well, people are waiting for me upstairs at, at my hotel room probably and i was like what and he said well people like to meet me for my pez and i was like what (laughs) are you kidding me for my pez and he was like yeah and i'm like okay can we have another drink he's like no really i really want to you know i know people drove a long way and i want to be Very up there courteous. for them for his for people and i was i thought i was like oh this maybe guy like four what or five yes maybe i thought four, maybe like one or like two one or like two. Who, he had already like texted listen i'm coming from jersey yeah <laughs> yes yes right yes. Uh, yeah so um we get in the elevator and there are signs in the elevator that people have made and it's like chris orlando fantasy pez room three whatever you know and so the elevator opens oh and God. We are walking towards in the hallway and there is a really long line outside a hotel room. And I said to Chris, what's going on over there? And he's like, those, that's my hotel room. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) And it's all like these middle-aged women. Oh, wait, here comes Chris. You have to come over here if you want to say. And so, and so I said, what do you what do you mean and he opens up the door and they're all like hi chris hi chris and they're clutching their fantasy pez and did they did they make you sign their yes no not their breasts (laughs) their their pez but he did have a sharpie and i like he he opens it up 
He opens up the pass and he signs the inside. Chris Orlando. I'm, I'm finally on the You have to get on the mic here. I'm finally on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris. Shout out to Jennifer. <laughs> I never have to hear me. <laughs> you can now have listened to a podcast. <laughs> what, Eric's Jen? Yes. Our Jen. Jen and our Patreon circle. So one thing you, you did miss is that oh, the that's... night before the convention, it's traditional that everybody who's vending sells things in their rooms in their rooms yes not, that's true it's kind of like an open it's like kind of like an open <laughs> house but know. nobody had a line i was like <laughs> like it's not like wiley coyote like uh, this way for some pez signing in this room. And, no it wasn't no like, no it no, is no. kind of a like, party atmosphere but yes. nobody had a line out their door room hopping is what it's called yeah but there room was hopping. yours was the only there was a a, a genuine did, line down I, the and so i had a bottle of wine and there was like a little recliner in the corner and i just sat fascinated and you were like i'm dating this guy like we this is yeah we were yeah you were dating we you were, were dating. like oh i'm keeping he's a keeper no i was just morbidly <laughs> fascinated morbidly. i was like <laughs> and when this woman came up and she was like really excited she was clutching her cat in the hat <laughs> and she was like her knees <laughs> like she was going like up and down oh my she God. was like i wasn't gonna come but i saw that you were gonna be here she drove from washington dc oh i'm very popular with cat enthusiasts <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, very true and he's he's cult famous in that way and there are people who know what he does and don't like him and will be specific like i don't really agree what chris orlando is doing oh yeah but then there are other people who this is a story who are constantly asking him what he's making next yeah yeah i mean the only people that ever gave me a hard time were people who collected pez and there was at the time going back 10 15 years like 300 only Three different, 300 different kinds of Pez. So, you know, they felt that they had to have one of each of those. So what I was doing was like art and they felt like it was just not part of the 300. You were invading, official, you were invading the official, official Pez. Yeah, they weren't taking it for art of, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, did. you definitely made, uh, you made an impression on Donna. Oh, yeah. You made some impression. It was Chris pretty Orlando. fun. It was yeah. pretty <laughs> fun. And I got to see Pez that, in, you know, he didn't keep a, a sample of each one of his one so i got to see ones that he right. doesn't have which was interesting and fun and i remember at one point he was getting tired and he was kind of talking to me and i had to like interrupt i was like that lady's been waiting for an hour you got to talk to her she was like outside the door she came all the way from all jersey the way. all the way from all the way, to all the way from and jersey. so that's called famous that's and then it happened to, and then there's a continuing story oh. where if you collect pez out there people you know who mr ugly is look him up and if you ever want to gift Donna something, I love me some Mr. Ugly Pez. And he was made in the 60s by a committee of people who decided to call him Mr. Ugly. This Pez would never be made today. No. It's very politically incorrect. It's hilarious. My favorite. Uh, and there's actually like a little cult of people who collect Mr. Ugly Pez. Oh, really? Yeah. And See, I you, have a t-shirt. I would never... Oh my God, that's Mr. Ugly. Yeah. You know what's so interesting is, as somebody who does not collect Pez <laughs> or collect anything, that I think that that is fascinating that you've made a living. Well, so doing let me finish that. telling it's that. fascinating. So for the following year, he yeah. made for Valentine's Day, he made me Mrs. Ugly, which Aww, has never been done. And he even made a cool card that went with it. Oh, and it was very Mr. romantic. It was. It's like the most romantic thing he ever did for me. And so he the, made the Mrs. Mrs. Ugly Pez is the same as Mr. Mr. Ugly, Ugly, but it has a, a bow tie in, in his hair, hair, in her hair, oh. much like Miss Pac-Man is to oh. Mr. Pac-Man. Yes, I feel that's that's, that's a, it's a very simple drag technique and that a lot of people got, don't employ. But and I think she's it got really is very little effective. lipstick. Yes. She's got little lipstick that's and so eyelashes. Didn't you give her eyelashes? possible yeah anything miss so, pacman had that, that yeah that it was base, right um well that is bad dragon <laughs> so yeah. he made like he made me that and he made a few more and we went again to that convention but this time he wasn't vending and he was just visiting but he made the mistake of telling one person he had he was going to bring a couple of mrs uglies okay yeah so we walk into oh, the con gosh. we walk into the hotel where the convention's happening, a couple hundred Mayhem. people. And 
we walk into the door and you can hear Chris Orlando's here. Chris Orlando's here. Is that Chris Orlando? Chris <laughs> Orlando. And I had to walk away because he kind of got mobbed because they were like, do you have Mrs. Ugly? Do you have Mrs. Ugly? Do you have Mrs. Ugly? It was very funny. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. That I'm sitting with oh, yeah. a famous guy. If you go to a Pez convention anywhere... Now I could say you can you know, say Orlando or, Fantasy or Pez. Or if you go to any yard sale or flea market in all of the United States, you could see a lot of the stuff I did for Bird King in the yes, yes. in the junk bins or the corner bins saw that on in everybody. Zoo. We saw it in the zoo. Uh, totally uh, available there. It's amazing. Landfills Wait. across America. <laughs> have your art. Have my art. Oh, that's but it's cool. You it's, never know what you people never do. Know. You have to it's uh, that's what I think cult famous is. So I think that. So what you're saying is, I think we're going to be cult famous. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a couple of hundred people being excited that we're gonna they're gonna see us. That's that, a, happens. that happens. Yeah. So we're halfway there. I'm excited <laughs> to see us. If I, if I I'm any, excited. We made it. We made it another day. If I have any advice, is definitely milk that cat lady market. It's very big, and those followers will follow you to the end of the year. That's what I oh. can bring to the table. Oh, on, that's what you're on my you're art. You're gonna I plug in, plug in your do as much cat related artwork <laughs> as I can. <laughs> Why are we plugging your your your? No, we're not. Okay, okay there will be a big reveal. There will be a big reveal. We we will have you. It will be our first sponsor. Oh, our Chris first is going to be our Chris Orlando is going to be our first sponsor with. I think his. he's kind of sponsoring us now. He is our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what are you doing? That makes no sense. What are you doing? He is our sponsor. That mm-hmm. is very exciting, though. Yeah, I think that it's like we were going back to like, like, did you ever think that that's what you were going to be doing? No. See, you trusted the process. You kind of went with what was working. What was your first fantasy Pez? Uncle Fester was oh, the first one I ever did. That yeah. makes perfect sense. That does make sense. Well, I had hair back then. I was going to say. It oh, still makes sense. Still, yeah. I just like the Adams family. Yeah, right. <laughs> that makes sense. But you had to like the whole the whole conversation we're having is how when you're doing things and you're and it's you're, you're constantly going against the wall because you have different ex- you have expectations you have expectations in your head. You realize that you become successful when you let that go and you just go with what feels right. And it just kind of happens. And it's not right place, right time. I don't feel, I don't Mm-mm. believe that. I guess I do believe it, but not really. I don't know. I think there's something to be said about right place, right, right time. You do? Well, I think being in the place. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the being right available. <laughs> at the right being time. Being available and making yourself of service yeah. will lead to something. Yes. Uh, leaving your house and doing nothing leads to nothing. Right. right. That's true. That is true. So I think that, you know, part of successes is about letting go of those expectations in your head. It has nothing to do with it. Follow what feels right. It usually just falls into place. And do it. You have to do it. And you always, and I like going back to what you were talking about, like, what's the worst that could happen? Right. The worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario? We survive so much. There's no worst case scenario. Yeah, really. You know? I mean, there's things that are terrible and things do happen. You know, I always tell people, like, I'm not saying quit your job when you don't have anything to fall back on and you know you're going to be, you know, but I'm saying, like, you know, you have to trust and make, you know, make things start pushing with what feels right. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. Chris doesn't necessarily agree. He likes to think in the future. Oh, we're all talking about not doing future-based thinking. Oh, I'm the, oh, so I'm the opposite of that. You're is opposite today, of what? Today's the opposite day. <laughs> That's okay. There is no wrong way. I like the conversation. Living. I like the conversation because there's a different perspective. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, and I think anyone successful I have noticed, uh, or at least people that I look up towards, they have that, that the five-month goal, the six-month goal, the year goal. And it changes as you go along. But, yeah. I mean, there's differences, you know, between planning for a future and then, you know, striving for your future. So I think striving for your future is where I, you know, see where I like that. I want to think about that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to repeat the mistakes and move forward. You know, it's all, it's all, you know, instead of strive, what'd you say? Striving towards your future, not planning your future. I think that's different. That's really good advice. I think it's very good advice. Planning is very rigid and it's certainly, you know, how can you plan for rigid, you know? People do, though. Then they set themselves up for failure. Yeah. 
I've yes, I've had to help many people who can't get out of their own way Mm -hmm. because it's not what they had. It's not what they had in their plan. This is not I get this is not what I planned. Right. People who say I'm going to lose 10 pounds by Friday and then they don't and they beat themselves up. What's the point of doing, you know, right. If you, what if you only do four pounds? I mean, is it you know? So you're slightly less. It's it, to being that rigid is, is is is. It's a detriment. Yeah, of course. It is. Of course. Oh, Chris, we're so happy you came on the podcast. Oh, Finally, me been too. wanting I think this I might so be the much. Last sister. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wanting this. It's so good. Thank you, Chris. We're gonna take. What are we doing? What? You're the boss of things. What are we doing? We, we can take, take a, a break. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you're going to uh, read some cards. We're going to talk about our plans. The, we're going to talk about plans. We're planning for the future, but we don't know what's going to happen. So right. we're going to be flexible about it. So we're it. striving for the future. We're not planning for the future. Is that it? Copyright Chris Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back. Hey. So that was so fun having Chris on. He's still here. Oh hi, Chris. Stay here. Stay here. You want to stay here, Chris? It's not your job. I'm not listen. Yeah, I'm doing the segues. All right. Take a back seat, man. Jesus. Jesus is right. Okay, go ahead. Speaking of Jesus. Yes. So we have an event. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We have an event. It, we don't really have an event. It's you and I have an event, yes. meaning that and Chris might come and Kristen's gonna come, photo muse. On Wednesday, June 19th, oh, that. I thought we are going to take a little field trip to St. John the Divine in New York City. I'm very excited about that. And when we were talking about doing things that inspire us months ago, yes. I had thrown it out there and asked you if you had ever been there. Right. And you had not. Nope. And that place is very inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. I do not practice that particular religion, mm-hmm. but it is a very... You should read about it, St. John the Divine... Uh, in New York City. And I think our goal is to get there about 1130. Mm -hmm. And maybe at noon or 1230, if anybody wants to meet us, we're going to do some mindfulness meditation or prayer uh, in there after we kind of tour the place. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a wonderful place that uh, gears uh, towards uh, inclusion and art. I love that. Writers love that. There's like the AIDS quilt is there. It's really beautiful. It's wonderful. I can't wait. And it was known for years uh, doing the uh, blessing of the animals, the St. Francis. They bless the animals. And I remember Ringling Brothers brought an elephant. Like they would bring an elephant and bring the elephant into the church. Oh, my goodness. I don't think they do that anymore, but it was always a spectacle when they did that. That's amazing. And the doors, just seeing the doors are all animal. It's just gorgeous and stuff. Anyhow, so it's a field trip. I don't know what is going to happen, but I was chatting with um, a a listener. Shout out to Melanie, who is moving to the Upper West Side. Hey, Melanie. And she just, we were chatting. She's like, by the way, I love the podcast. Thank you, Melanie. We appreciate it. And Thank you so much for uh, she's like, oh, I hope you're going to come while I'm uh, moving. So she's actually moving to a different apartment. And she inspired me to like, yeah, let's set a date. Like, why don't we do this? Right. So um, on Wednesday, June 19th, our goal is to get down there around 1130. And if you want to meet us there, we'll do some mindfulness together and we're going to see where the day takes us. I love that. Mm-hmm. See, I love that. That's one I thing that. that we're planning. That's for We're also planning um, online courses for you. Yep. We still have to figure out the format. You definitely have to be a member of Patreon. Yep. Even at the lowest level, it's only $5 a month. That's it. So, um... We still have to work out the details. But the first class is going to be uh, throwing the book. It's called Throw the Book Out uh, Tarot Course. And I will be teaching how to get to know your cards in a different way. Use it for guidance instead of, you know, instead of future focusing. Mm-hmm. So you don't get caught up, you know, some people who have cards. So if you know how to read cards, uh, you, this is a great course. And if you don't know, I'm going to do it in a way that teaches you kind of the way that I've know how to do it and it's been successful there's so many different ways to do it mine's you know it's it's not there's no best way it's just a different way yeah um, and it's not just online videos there is going to be an interactive portion to it we're calling it the tarot lab 
The Tarot Lab. The Tarot Lab. That's right. Yep. So you might get the video part of it, but then there will be an open lab right on for live. questions yep. live so i can we can do some lab which is just experimenting on cards together you, you can know, ask questions ask your questions mm -hmm. from the video and i think this is going to be a great way so that you can watch the videos anytime you want and then it's just like one or two nights of the month that it'll be live and we can have these conversations mm -hmm. so this is what people have been asking and i'm glad to deliver and yeah. it's going to be really speaking fun. of like just going with what's easy this is what people have asked for yeah. and the other thing that people have asked for is when you do readings with people yeah. and you suggest tools to help keep you balanced so we're opening up our etsy shop soon i'm so and excited we, uh yeah sisters five and done there's a lot of crystals being blessed right now oh my gosh i, I you're like up to your ears in crystals i have so many crystals i'm like I, I can't concentrate because I can't it's I vibrating. Know, like I, I, know. I keep saying, Don, I need help because my spirit room is, is a little too much right now. Yeah. And it's just from the crystals. I'm so yeah. sensitive. Yeah. So um, we're going to get that organized. So we're going to have crystals, uh, chakra kits of all chakras will be represented. Uh, we made house blessings, house kit. blessing kits and not today spray not today spray our version of psychic vampire spray yeah it's like aromatherapy and it's good for office it's good if you're a psychic and you do uh readings as well with other people and you can't um you can't burn sage this spray that i made is fantastic mm -hmm. i've already gotten people like really interested who yeah. are psychic who and, and this like, is oh just, my God, what is that? And I'm like, just, this is where the path today. has been taking us. So we're just going to yeah. do it. And, and so we have the workshop on Sat on Sunday. This I don't Sunday, think we're busy June enough. 2nd. We're not busy enough. I know. It's fantastic. I know. Yep. June 2nd, uh, we're doing uh, the third eye and the crown. And we're really focusing on having a discussion on spirituality versus religion. Yeah. Meeting your divine self. Meeting your divine self. And um, how uh, a simple, another way to kind of do chakra checking yourself mm -hmm. which i try to encourage check your own chakras balance your chakras and get connected with your divine self so that's what we're focusing on i'm really excited i think there's one spot left i think there's one spot left yeah. so if you're interested because someone donated the spot by the way yes yes, yes. thank you they shout out to that person shout out shout she out knows, to that person. she knows who she, she is it was very kind very kind so Make, making room making room so that's what we have going on so what i was going to do is uh because summertime is is upon us yeah and i like to do like kind of seasonal readings to see what's going to go on mm -hmm. i'm going to do a little little reading mm -hmm. we're going to see what's going on mm -hmm. i don't know what it's going to be about but i'm going to shuffle okay it could be i like doing it mm -hmm. well, actually that's what i do <laughs> i hope i like, I hope doing, I like it. doing it you're just talking about doing stuff you like <laughs> ding dong <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay. Totally judging you. Hey, don't judge me. Chris, pick yes. two cards. Okay. Not that one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, good one. And one more. Give me that one. It's not a card trick. I don't I can look at it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's so used to being about <laughs> You hang out with way too many, many magicians. magicians. You do. He was like, don't look at it. Chris like, has so many magicians. <laughs> I do. That is so funny. Okay. So we have, um, for for most people, I'll try to describe. We have the Seven of Swords, the Four of Cups, and the Page of Pentacles. Oh, gosh. What? It's good. Yeah. It's a lot good of work. Stuff. Everyone's doing a lot of work. A lot of work. Okay. Lot of work. Well, there's a lot of work going on, but the one conversation I want to have with everybody who's listening is to stop self-sabotaging yourself. Mm. Stop it. You're doing great. And we do that with our personal goals, our employment goals, our expectations of relationships. You set, just like Chris said, you set yourself up and too high and then you wonder why things don't work out. Another thing that we do is we lie to ourselves. We don't mean to do it, but really look at your reality and what's really going on in your life. If things aren't working, try to be accountable. It's you got you can only look at yourself, not other people. We tend to just, well, that other person isn't doing something. You've got to look at yourself. And that includes why your jobs aren't working, your relationships, your home life, your um 
and your physical um, goals. Like, especially now in the summertime, as we talk about this all the time, people compare themselves because we're middle aged. I'm totally this guilty. This one's thin or that one's not thin or she looks like this. First of all, it doesn't freaking matter anymore. That doesn't matter. You're actually, if you're so hyper focused on the scale, if you're hyper focused on food and you're neglecting the other parts of your life, that's not what you're supposed to be focused on. You're actually becoming. Uh, obsessive connecting with it to a point where you neglect your other needs, not okay. So don't self-sabotage yourself, okay? It's going to start in July. We start to do this, you know, June, July, we start to manifest that. Let's not do that. Can we just say let's not do that? Another message that's coming is that um, the Four of Cups is about exactly that. It's really looking, Donna, we talked about this in your reading, about doing something different like mm-hmm. you know when you're meditating and it's not really yes, working do yes, it differently yes it's not necessarily stop doing it but yes. just do it differently yeah everybody thinks you have to have an hour and a half and sit with you know candles and lights just like you don't have to do yoga and yoga pants it's really if you're in your car you know and you're driving focus on driving being mindful and driving that's meditation focusing on driving is meditation yeah. not focusing on doing dishes else. Doing dishes, walking, walking, picking up stones, um, being open, doing open awareness meditation, uh, doodling is meditation. When people say, why are you doodling? Don't stop your kid from doodling because it's actually meditation. Mm -hmm. So meditate or do other practices different. If you're not going to the gym, it doesn't matter. Go outside and go for a walk. It doesn't mean you're doing something bad. So I think that this reading is about perception of what we're doing and thinking we have to do it in one way. There's so many ways to doing things to make yourself better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, you know, I was talking to my friend Stephanie and she said something so wise. She said, people who are practicing spiritualism, not everybody wants to be an ascended master. They just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. Just make yourself feel better. Totally it doesn't true. matter how you're making yourself feel better, yeah. but just make yourself feel better. The page of pentacles, it's all about messaging. It's all about listening to the message. So listen to maybe what the spirit is saying right now. Listen mm. to maybe what's inspiring you. Um, but it's also looking at things in a creative way. And because the reading is about perspective and perception, it's be kind to yourself. Be kind to how you're being creative and giving out that creativity. So try to spread more kindness out. I know there's a lot going on right now, but be mindful for what the energy that you're giving. Be creative in how you want to express yourself. And that is my reading for the summer. That's a pretty good place. All right. All right. So be it. And so it is. So join us on Patreon if you want your videos of the day, inspiring things like that with Kathy. Yep. And then you can get to do classes. And you can do the classes that are coming up to Roe being the first one of maybe many. Don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It could be thousands. We have different levels. $10 level gets extra stuff. $20 level gets all the stuff plus a crystal of the month mailed to you. Yep. And uh, we have the workshop on Sunday. We have St. John the Divine coming up in June. Um, you know, maybe we should post the stuff on Etsy, the website. Yeah, we have a lot to do. Anyway, we just keep doing stuff because people want stuff. And it's fun. I and mean, we like we, doing stuff. I love it. I'm so happy. It's giving me yeah. such a purpose. You know, some of we were, I know we're going to end soon, but I just want to add this is that I, I've been getting a lot of feedback how, how much, you know, people who've been getting readings, how much I've helped them. And then mm. I'm getting feedback on how we're helping them by listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. but also the workshops and the things that you and I are doing collectively. Mm-hmm. And in the same token, I feel like I have a purpose now. Yeah. So the more that you're, you're, you know, you're interacting with us, you're giving, I know I feel like oh, I have yeah. a purpose and it's making me get up in the morning and really, really enjoying life. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. So I just wanted to add yeah, that. We're doing it till we stop enjoying it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Chris, thanks for being on the podcast, bud. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Keep pezzing it out, pal. High five. All right. High five. Woo. We're done. We're done. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Do it again. Do it again. Bye, so. There we Bye. go.